The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep List, your home for list making here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Dan Torres. I am one of the hosts of Eat Sleep List. With me, as always, my good friend, my buddy, uh, and my co-host of the show for almost a year now, uh, Mr. Matt Johnson. Matt, so good to see your face on this Uh shiny monday after dealing with a lot of rain throughout the day over here it certainly was quite rainy um yeah i'm glad they've got a little sunshine though uh i honestly don't mind the rain i mind it when it makes my lawn grow faster but uh it is nice to get a little sunshine at the end of a rainy day so uh but it's beautiful out man it is beautiful out and we are uh we got some listing to do i'm really excited uh, today is the start of two straight weeks of Dan getting choice, and uh, he picked a really, really good one today. Uh, and as Dan mentioned, next week is mine and Dan's one-year anniversary together being co-hosts here for Eat Sleep List. We are elated. We are mm-hmm. excited. Um, one Again, I, I can't say it enough. Dan has been one of the best things to happen to me in my podcasting uh, career over the last year. Uh just because I know where I was at mentally a year ago and how I feel now. Like I, I love like, this is one. I mean, I love all my shows. Don't get me wrong, but man, I, I'm like, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, like a dog, like, just give me, yeah. what are we doing? What are we, what's the list? And uh, it's, it's so exciting. And uh, it, I, I really, I love it. And I know our listeners love it. Cause we get a lot of great feedback from the show. This has been one of the most positive, you know, positive, as far as feedback goes for shows, it's been always positive from a lot of close people, which is really, really nice. So, um, yeah. So shout I agree. out to all of you. I agree. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting the show for the past year and even before that. But it's it's one of those things where I feel like you and I were bound to do something together at some point. And this just happened to align at the perfect time where it was right for both of us and it fit into both of our schedules nicely. And it's been something to really look forward to each week. So, uh, yeah, everybody listening, thank you guys for uh, listening and making lists with us every single week. Uh, we love it and we appreciate it. Uh, today's list is one that I kind of did so that everybody could kind of make their own too. Sometimes we do ones that are less inclusive and have to be for a niche audience. This one, anybody can really, really get behind. Um, This we're going, this week we're going to do the top 10 animals we wish we could see in the wild. Now I said in the wild specifically because some of these things we have seen in zoos and in captivity and things like that, yeah. but that's different than seeing them in their natural, uh, in the, in their natural environments. Right. So this is, I, I said something specifically on my show a few weeks ago that sparked me thinking about this, uh, and in this way, but We've talked about it on here before in to some capacity, like everybody has a love for animals and animals can really bring people together. And uh, I'm curious to kind of hear what you went through thought process wise when putting this one together. Yeah. So love the topic, by the way, as I told you before we got on air, I think it's a really fun one. It's a unique one. We haven't done too much animal stuff. Um, 
Uh, we have done some. Like we've done, I mean, cryptids. Uh, with I, I've done it. Was were you were there with when I did that with Tice? No, that was. Or no, I I'm think. sorry. Cryptids with, was with Johnny. We did. Um, we actually did extinct animals. Um, yes. With Tice, which is actually pretty morbid <laughs> uh, in, in retrospect to this episode. Um, but actually, I think it goes hand in hand about about like our love of animals and, and protecting them. You know, uh, and, and doing what we can to to help their continued existence. We know that you know evolution is uh, very real, and unfortunately, not all animals are cut out to be um, to be around forever. But us as humans, I think it's our job, uh, in some way, shape, or form, to to help extend the life of some of these animals. Uh, so I think it's really, really cool that we get to do this one. Uh, I I got to put on my photographer cap uh for the first time in a very very long time when it comes to podcasting and and again you know just discuss my love of animals conservation and uh you know stuff like that so uh this is a really great choice i woke up to it i was like all right i like where dan's head's at with this and and you are right this is this is one for everybody not specific so great choice on that absolutely and uh, yeah, like I said, we're both animal lovers. Everybody, I feel like, is at, uh, at some extent. I have my kitten laying next to me, as she always does for these episodes. So without further ado, let's dive into our list of our top 10 animals we wish we could see in the wild. Matt, lead us off with your number 10, sir. All right. This is actually already very, very tough as far as where to put who to put where, uh, but I'm going to start off with one that I, I'm pretty sure I've seen in a, uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen in a zoo. I'm most positive I've seen them in a zoo. I'm going to go with the moose. All right. These gigantic, uh, I, I would dare so say, dare so say, and call them uh, elegant in, in some form or fashion. You know, they kind of like, they're one of the bigger, animals i believe of of north america uh i've seen videos of them fighting <laughs> each other in like neighborhoods up in canada which is pretty crazy to think but um i think it'd be pretty cool you know doing photography you try to go to new places uh after the the, the usual ones kind of run their course and i've never been too far up in canada i think the furthest i ever did photography was uh i might have hit toronto i i think it was only niagara falls canada but um how cool would that be to go to exploring in the woods which i mean i i love the woods uh you know as it is but the the woods in canada which are just so like they're beautiful right there's there's they're snowy and just seemingly peaceful and to go up there and just just go see a moose just walk right by a moose in its natural habitat not one um you know, not necessarily one in captivity, uh, but one just kind of out there frolicking and doing its thing. Wouldn't want to piss it off, that's for sure, because uh, the moose has no problem, you know, doing what it wants to do. Uh, they are very, very strong uh, creatures, but, um, but I have to say a moose. And that was actually one of the first ones that came to mind when I did this list. I was like, I would love to be out there doing photography and just come across a moose. A big old, you know... I don't even know how much they weigh on average, but pro I'm sure a lot of them get probably close to a grand, probably even a, a lot, a little bit more. Some of them definitely something like that. Just, uh, just go and see a moose. And there's a lot of, you know, different, um, uh, different colors, uh, different. I, I believe there's different types of moose. I'm not animal kingdom is not, um, you know, one thing I, I specialize in as far as knowing all the, uh, uh, the different species and, and such, but, uh, I think a moose would be really, really cool to come across. So that would be my number 10. A female moose can weigh anywhere between 440 to 1,100 pounds. Whew. A male can weigh anywhere between 840 and 1,500. Jeez. You forget how freaking big those things are. Yeah. I actually considered these ones, uh, those for my list, but it was one of those things where I feel like I have a good chance of seeing them in my lifetime. So I kind of weaned it off based on Fair, that. Yeah. 
but yeah, I've seen videos of them like just walking next to cars or doing stuff and like they tower over people. Those things are freaky but they'd be so cool to just see a pack of them or i don't know what you would call a herd of moose or whatever but it would be a cool thing to witness in the wild i think so too i think and and every time i think of like a like a moose in just an elegant form uh i i I automatically go back to uh it's the hobbit movies when the elf uh that elvin um oh crap i can't remember his name but he just he had he that was his thing like everybody else had horses but he had a giant moose and mm-hmm. he what was it he was he caught like a bunch of orcs in it and he just <laughs> just decapitated i'm like wow that's awesome like this dude rides a moose and he uses the antler it's crazy so yeah it's uh it's a pretty cool creature um massive and uh and yeah 1500 pounds that's insane that's it's so big that's so big it, it's it's not realistic until you're standing next to it. Right, right. You would never be able to appreciate it. And like, how do you like approach it? Like, do you get up close? Do you um, do you do you like, hey, hey, fella, you know? And he just mule kicks you in the face and sends you flying, or what do you do? You don't know. But moose. just wave from afar and it charges at you. Yeah, you can't win. <laughs> Very good, Matt. I love that. Thank you. Um, my number 10 is uh, a animal native to South America, particularly, I believe they're found in Argentina quite a bit. Um, but this animal has always fascinated me for a lot of reasons that I'm talking about ostriches. Oh, I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen an ostrich like in a zoo. I don't think we have the temperatures even nearly to try and keep something like that. but. You you and I have talked about Pokemon a billion times on this show, and that bird just reminds me of a walking, breathing Pokemon. Like I'm yeah. sure they, I'm sure they looked at Doduo and Dodrio and informed them off of like ostriches and emus and those types of birds to some certain extent. But every time I've seen one, I've just wanted to experience seeing it in person because. One, we don't see birds that big where we are ever. We don't see anything like that. The closest that we maybe come to it is like turkeys that we get or like a big heron once in a while. Yeah. But there's nothing massive that's running around. The size of an ostrich egg, I would love to to eat an ostrich egg. Like, I heard they're uh, very because good. I've, I've heard they're a delicacy as well, and they're huge. Seeing them would be something to really behold in that sense. And um, the the way I was uh, describing climates and things before, it, it'd be an animal I'd know I'd have to go to like a warm climate to go see and probably like take a journey to go to. When I went uh, monkey trekking in Rwanda, that was one of the funnest things I ever did because like you knew where you were, what you were going to see. So like once you got to that spot in the forest, like That's the cool. anticipation was just building and like. I, Argentina, like it would be the same thing. I feel like doing that. So ostriches uh, fly in, quote unquote. At my <laughs> I uh, I can't recall. I can't recall. I feel like I've seen one at, at Disney's. Like they got the Kilimanjaro Safari. I feel like I might have seen one there. Uh, I I don't know for sure, but they are a just a. They're a really cool bird. Really, really cool bird. I remember uh, the Crash Bandicoot Two had ostriches, <laughs> or ostriches yes, in one of like the levels. He had to like slide up its back really quick to jump onto a platform. But, um, but yeah, they're a really, really cool bird. I, how much do those things weigh? I mean, we're about to find out. Give me one second. I'd imagine it's it's got to be in the ballpark of at least like 750, 800. Oh, much less than I thought. Average weight of an ostrich is 143.20 pounds. So they're still big, but they're like not massive like a moose would be. Right. That would be terrifying. No, it for sure would be. It for sure would be. 
man. That's still pretty cool, though. That's a great yeah. choice, my man. That is a really cool choice. Thank you. All right, let's move on to number nine. Matt, you're number nine. All right, so my number nine, I'm going to go with another kind of like, uh, uh, I'll I'll call it like a local one. Like I, like the moose, you know, was kind of like a like a. Oh, how do I describe it? Like I feel like is. I don't even know the words to describe it, but I'm going to go with another one that's that's you've seen it. You know, I a lot of these I've seen a zoo, but I'm going to go with the uh, American Eagle bald eagle uh is 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 my next one birds are really really cool uh and obviously this one is like our national bird it's protected and uh it's 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 massive i've seen i've only seen them like i said in captivity in zoos uh buffalo zoo i believe has a couple when i was down in dollywood and back in april they had a couple and it was a it was a little bit bigger of a thing but they just they don't, you don't really get to see them fly. They're massive creatures and they should be allowed to kind of, um, uh, they should be allowed to fly at their, at their leisure. So, um, so yeah, I, that would be cool. Just kind of go out in the, you know, open plains or, or, you know, I always, I always dream of like, like Montana, like going out that way and just having like a bald eagle just fly over. I'm not even sure if they're, they're in Montana, but, um, but yeah, bald eagle would be a really cool one. Yeah, this was one that when we were putting together these lists, I was debating if I've actually seen one or not in the wild before. And it's one of those things where I feel like maybe in like pass, like going somewhere or passing somewhere, I've just happened to like pass one quick. But right. like it would be a cool experience to really get to like observe it for a while and really see it like fly and like like see it naturally do its thing. I think that's so cool. There's a reason it's the national bird. Yeah, yeah, it is uh it's it's so I feel like I've seen one. I I, I may have seen one. No, I don't think it was. Somebody told me they've seen them. The Alabama swamps they have, it's like 45 minutes away. It's a nature preserve around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think somebody said that they've seen one, but I never ended up seeing it. Um, so, yeah, uh, Bald Eagle would be my number Love nine. Love it. Love it. Great number nine. Uh, my number nine is another animal that's uh, native to Central and South America. This is one that I've always had some kind of I don't know why I've had a fascination with this animal because it really isn't anything special if we're if it was a Pokemon like I can, I'm gonna keep referring back to this if it was a Pokemon I feel like it'd be like a starter Pokemon and be one of those ones that just kind of fills the slot for a little bit until you could get something better yeah uh but it's a taper uh one of those Central and South American pigs that have like the dopey snout like an anteater. You've probably seen them before a lot. Oh, T- yeah, yeah, T-A-P-I-R. Okay. I have always had some kind of weird fascination with these animals. They almost look like mini pig elephants. Yeah. And I think it's the funniest thing to like, they're little herbivores, so they walk around like doing nothing but eating plants and vegetables and just being prey for other things, unfortunately. But... These things are, I think they're like really cool looking. I really, I have a theme where some of these are going to be, I like the look of the animal and I haven't seen it uh, in person. I would love to. And this is one that just has like a cool look. It's a pig that just has like a little trunk, like an elephant. And it's not quite an anteater. It's not quite a pig. It's not quite an elephant at all. It's just like a weird little almost like fairy tale creature type of thing that's walking around and i just think uh even though they're probably an animal that the people native to that area and that country probably see them all the time and get tired of them but i think they would be uh something to really behold in person so tapers are my number nine all right that is a really that is really i I don't think I ever heard of one before. Definitely haven't seen one before. Yeah, I've never. I think they have them at some zoos, but I've never seen it 
like really to a full extent. And I just think they're so interesting. They're so funny looking. They are. I'm trying to think of like a comparison. Like, like you said, the anteater. Um, oh, I feel like I've seen. It's like they're described as. I feel like I've seen a cartoon <sighs> character that looked like this. You know what? It, right. oh, you know what it reminds me of? Hypno from Pokemon. Hypno yeah, kind of. I I think they are. I think they're listed as taper Pokemon. I'm not sure, but yeah, they're they're described as like. No, they're they're weirdly most closely related to horses and rhinos, which is very strange. But yeah, they look nothing like anything they would be a family of. I picked, um, I picked Pokemon Go back up, and I caught a Hypno the other day, and that's where that's why uh, <laughs> that's why it was on my mind. It one hundred percent has a Hypno look, like a Hypno and Drowsy look for sure. Uh, yeah. So my number nine are Tapers. Very good. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, right. Number, number eight. eight. Yes, All right, sir. number eight is another one that's. Uh, I probably will never see in the wild. I hope <laughs> maybe uh, tiger's always been a very fascinating uh, figure uh, or an animal, but I talked about it last week with the color combinations, man, a white tiger. How cool would that be? How cool would that be? Yeah. Uh, I actually have a lot of like, uh, like albino, like kind of white colored um, figures. Cause it's obviously not a very common fur. Uh, with a lot of creatures on, on this list, but uh, I think a white tiger would be really, really cool. Uh, again, I don't foresee myself. I think it's a big Asian. Uh, I think a lot of the tigers live out in Asia, maybe maybe Africa. I just feel like it's a connected thing with Asia, Asian culture. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's more Asia and India that you find tigers and lion, lions tend to be more in the African region from what I remember. Right. Let me look it up. Uh, yeah, it's primarily Asia. So uh, New Delhi. So that's that's around. That's India, right? Yeah, that's India. Yeah, New Delhi is India. Indian subcontinent. So, um, so yeah, I think that would be a that would be a really really cool one um, to, to kind of just see because I've I've seen images of it. I've seen I might have seen one in the zoo before, but uh, but yeah. Those are just really, really neat creatures. Um, I think they're like social hierarchy, like lions and tigers. Their social hierarchy is very interesting with with like a alpha, kind of like an alpha male or like like the Lion King. You know what I mean? Leader of the pack. And then uh, you see stuff all the time when, uh, you know, uh, you know the 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 older the the senior member of you know kind of the the leader of the pack kind of gets older they they turn on him it's very interesting it's very interesting stuff but um i would i would love to see a uh, i'd love to see a white tiger yeah i agree that's that's a great one i have two cats on my list at some point and i think the bigger cat animals of the world tend to be the more interesting and the more beautiful and that's definitely one of the more sought out ones. So I'm really glad you included that one for sure. Yeah. I, another thing too, that's been helping is those, uh, the Bengals white, white helmets, man. It's, 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 it's cool. It's so sharp. I love they it. They hit different. They hit they, different. People were begging for them for years. And now we finally got them. They just, they just <laughs> look really cool. So, um, so yeah, everything comes back to football somehow, some way. So, um, love it. All right, what do you got for number eight, pal? My number eight, um, I'm going to go with, this is the first of like the more violent ones on my list. Um, But I kind of hope I never encountered these, but I think they're so interesting. Um, I'm going to go with uh, orangutans for my number eight. I Ah. think that they are such a cool, like especially the orange shade that they are. I always have found the way they look so interesting the combination of the really long arms the orange fur but like the mischief it causes it's one of the more violent of the apes that are out there on the planet and 
they tend to be like a terror of the animal kingdom, even within their own species from a lot of what I understand. Um, but there's something so freaking fascinating about them. They've been uh, portrayed in a lot of different pop cultural things because of their look and because their look is so unique and so interesting. And something about um, monkeys and apes in particular, I have always had a fascination for. Uh, and that would be no different at all. So, yes, orangutans come in at my number eight. Very strong animals, too. I've seen videos of them uh, in captivity, unfortunately. But uh, there's like like an opening through like glass or something. To, to, <laughs> and they like they just latch on and people can't break free. Um, very, very strong. They've always been portrayed, too, as some of the wiser animals, uh, I, I think. And a lot of cartoon call, you know, not that cartoons are uh, accurate as far as their depiction of creatures, but they've always been depicted as very, very wise, um, wise and strong creatures. So, um, so that's pretty cool. Their babies are cute as heck too. That's the other thing is if you've ever seen a baby orangutan with those little like orange furs on it, I think like those are some of the cutest animal babies on the uh, planet. Uh, Yeah. They're only, they're found only in rainforest too, which I think is interesting. I would love to like, do at some point in my life just a month or so where i was just in a rainforest like tracking and exploring i would that would be a bucket list thing for sure um but they're in southeast asia so they're in borneo and uh sumatra so you would have to go to those islands in order to really see them too so Mm -hmm. that would be an exotic trip to do man i i wish i had the time and money to do it i really do Mm -hmm. Maybe one day, brother. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I hope. I certainly hope. Great choice, my friend. Thank you, sir. All right. On to our number sevens on this list. Matt, bring us in. All right. So my number seven, I believe, I believe everything that I've said to this point is is in pretty good standing in the world. This is my first endangered species. Um, but this is the sea otter. Mm. Cute little guys and girls. <laughs> They're so uh, cute. They are very adorable. Um, I was looking through some images of them today, and they're just like, like what a life! They literally just sit there. They they lay in 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 water and with uh, on their backs and just kicking their feet, moving around, and that's what they do. And their pups will lay on their stomach, and they're really really adorable animals. Uh, them cr- cracking open the uh whatever they do the oysters or yes. like the clams or whatever yeah, yeah yeah uh apparently there's about 3000 of these left in the world um which i did not know that previously to this episode but um but yeah they're they're big of the northwest the pacific northwest which is like an area that i have fascination with an area where i would love to go and visit just get get lost in the the giant california redwoods and and I think the Pacific Northwest is like been one of the very like few areas that I've just like, man, I need a week there. Just go enjoy the, na- the nature. Cause that's when I think of the great outdoors, that's where that's, that's one of the first places that come to mind. So a sea otter, these adorable little guys and girls um, would are easily my number seven. Just so cute. So cute. That's when I definitely missed on my list like i should i should have had that one in the bag they are so freaking cute and the way they're portrayed as well just everywhere is always lovable you never see like a mean seattle depiction ever that's part of the i mean that's a part of the appeal right just so cuddly and obviously they're uh they say you know with any animal uh their behaviors you know they it depends on on what they're feeling, if they feel threatened or not. But, but yeah, you've never heard of a sea otter attack like on a human. You know what I mean? You have to probably really piss it off. And why? How could you want to piss off something like that? So that'd be hilarious. Like, can you imagine that story of getting attacked by a sea otter, the world's <laughs> most peaceful creature? I I I wouldn't be able to tell anybody that. I really wouldn't. <laughs> You'd have to make up some kind of story about how they ganged up on you or something. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Very good, Matt. I love Thank that. You, That's a great, great choice. Thank you. Um, 
My number seven, we're going to do uh, the first of my cats, and I'm going to go with a cheetah here. Uh, we've always been uh, we've always been gifted with seeing cheetahs as the like king of the cats or like uh, the, the kind of chic, sleek uh, animal that uh, is super fast and revered for that. And I would love to see that in action. We've seen so many nature shows in our lifetime of their hunting process, especially with like gazelle specifically, right? Because they're the most common around gazelles or like zebra or things of that nature. And just the whole process of that too, I think specifically is something I would love to see live. Um, them camouflaging themselves, which you would not believe how good from seeing uh, a lion in a tree in a habitat, you would not believe how unbelievably they blend in with what they're doing. Like, I, I think that would be cool to see them like blend in the tall grass. And then just to see the speed at which they would go. That's that's so crazy to me that something can run that fast at you. And it's granted, it's not for a long time. Right. If it doesn't get it in that in that sprint, the babies probably aren't eaten for a few days. Yeah. but. I, mean, I always have just thought that that process is wildly fascinating. And um, I was never a cat person growing up, but now I definitely am more. Uh, so the cat, the big cat animals, I would love to just experience that. So cheetah comes in at my number seven. That is a, yeah. Another great choice, my man. Yeah. I feel like, like you can hear about how fast that they are and you can maybe see it on video, but it's one of those things where you'd have to see it in person to really, like know how to appreciate it. That's yes. how I feel with a lot of things like a little sidebar, but like certain pro wrestlers, like you'd see them on TV all the time, but you didn't realize how big they were until you've seen them live in person. Billy oh, Gunn. Billy when, Gunn. I, when I met Billy Gunn, I was like, dude, this yeah. guy is freaking huge. I could not believe how tall that dude was. Absolutely. Big show and Kane were like, it was like TV didn't do him any justice. So like, this is crazy. But yeah, I feel like with the cheetah, uh, you can't appreciate its speed until you've, you're actually there witnessing this thing. Uh, and there's been a lot of cheetahs in, in pop culture. Uh, the old Beast Wars cartoon, I used to love, I think they call them Cheetor. Uh, he was one of the, he was one of the, the, um, I forgot what the heck they called them, but, uh, but yeah, there's been a lot of them, a lot of them, really, really cool animal, really, really cool. Yeah. Animal. Yeah. They're really revered. And especially like we've had like how many car comparisons have we had to like cheetahs and things like that. There's an old, this is just, this is such a stupid specific memory. And I don't know why my brain holds on to things like this, but I remember there's an old commercial. Where this cheetah is running through this desert or whatever. And this guy is just chasing after it, totally on its heels. And eventually it can the guy catches up to it and tackles it and like wrestles something out of its mouth. And it's a can of Mountain Dew. It was yeah, a Mountain Dew commercial. That. And he shakes it and it's empty. And he's like, bad cheetah. And, and he just like walks away from it. That, that's always stuck out in my mind for some reason. But yeah, that just shows you how much they're used in modern day things. They're, they're an icon for a lot of reasons in this world. Yes. No, I mean, Chester Cheetah. Yeah. Chester Cheetah, for, for Christ's sake. Who, who didn't grow up watching him, you know, promote those delicious fake cheddar cheese snacks? <laughs> Ugh gross uh, <laughs> yes uh but yeah that is my number seven we are on to our number six pick matt why don't you bring us in with number six all right number six i have a lot of water-based ones left so i'm gonna put some of those here i have a lot i'm not surprised at all that that is the least surprising thing i've heard about this i <laughs> i love it i really do um i'm gonna put my first whale here okay i'm gonna go beluga whale i'm gonna go beluga whale i've seen them in marine land 
I've seen them in SeaWorld. I hate it because these things are such massive creatures. They're, 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 they're beautiful, and they're so happy. They're smiling. I've, I've seen video. It's on Facebook. been on Facebook multiple times over where a lady dropped her cell phone at like a pool at like one of those places, one of those aquatic, you know, and, and the beluga whale grabbed her phone and swam all the way up and gave it back to her. And like, like how cool is that? And, and so cool. the phone was probably dead, but it was just the, the gesture of it. They're such friendly, you know, they're just very, very friendly creatures. So, right. It's a thought that counts with it. It's the fact that it even took the time to bring it was it back conscious up. enough to do that. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know, grow, and growing up too, like with all the, you know, again, Marine land, I dislike, you know, the, the, the concept of it now that I'm older, but they, you know, they always show like the, the beluga whales, like kissing up on like, you know, the people coming, coming by and obviously they're going to show the best parts, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, they're a very, very beautiful creature. Um, they just look happy all the time. I don't know how big they get. Uh, I really don't know how big they get, but whales are really, really cool because uh, uh, they're just so just massive and majestic and they can swim to very deep depths and, uh, you know, and, and, and jump up. Like it's just, it's really cool to see. So, um, so yeah, so I'm going to go put the beluga whale here at number six. Adults grow to be 11 to 15 feet long. Females are smaller than males, rarely growing over 12 feet. Reports are adult beluga whales. Uh, weights vary from 1,000 to 3,300 pounds. Whew. Crazy. Even the smaller whales are like gigantic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you said 15 feet in length. So they're a decent size. They're, they're not yeah. like overwhelmingly big. But it'd be really, really cool to see one of them in, in kind of free roaming. Yeah, I agree. That would that would be unbelievable. Uh, very good, Matt. I love that. Thank you. Uh, my number six, I've always had an obsession with as far as this animal. I think it's the coolest freaking thing. I would love to see a rhino um, live in the wild. Uh, really any type. I was thinking like it could be Indian rhino. It could be like a black rhino. It could, I, any, any type of rhinoceros I would love to see in the wild. I love their build. These are the tanks of the animal kingdom and it, it, they're unbelievable. They can charge at you really fast. They have that ivory horn that's just at the front of their head, which I think is just so crazy to, to like, behold like what kind of animal has just a horn built into themselves like that um i love that scene in uh in uh black panther i was i almost called it wakanda like that was the name of the movie um (laughs) but i love that scene in black panther uh where they're fighting all towards the end and the rhino army like comes up like what a cool creative thing to do that and what an intimidating thing too if a rhinoceros was charging at me i would not i would probably just stand my ground and pray like there's no i don't want to like be with my back turned when that thing tramples on me i just want to like get myself right for the last 10 seconds of my life (laughs) um yeah never had the chance to see him in the wild i think they do have some of the buffalo zoo but that's not the same and i would just love to see how they act naturally um and just how they behave in their settings and yeah they they just fascinate me so much so rhino comes in at my number six they're, yeah they're a really cool animal i uh i've seen a few i think cleveland zoo i might have seen one but but and i and probably that kilimanjaro safari but yeah i mean i definitely want to see it out running like just i want to see how fast and and how just just how powerful this creature is like and that's what that's what these zoos and and you know in whatever you know whatever you want to call them that they'll never be able to really illustrate. Uh, I would happily go to Africa to go on a legitimate safari and just see how these things uh, 
how they operate. I always love the rhino because my and I have to laugh. Uh, I have to laugh. Oh, Christ. What the, uh, Ace Ventura when he's crawling out of the rhino's butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, in the second one. Yeah. That was one of my favorite movie memories of all time. Just Jim Carrey crawled out of a rhino's butt. But in all seriousness, they are, you know, there's, you know, they're just, they're massive and just so strong. Um, yeah, really great choice, my friend. Thank how, you, sir. How cool would it be to like ride one though, like like they did in in Black Panther? Like, it would be awesome. I I would love that. I would feel so powerful doing that. It, I, it, it's it's an amazing, amazing thing. I've always thought they were the, the closest thing to like a Triceratops, which is like one of my favorite dinosaurs. So I'd be like, oh, it's it's probably pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool to kind of be close to those. So yeah, I love the choice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, we're already up to our top five. Matt, why don't you lead us off number five? All right, my number five is we're going to go with the meerkat. Meerkat. These are really, really cute little creatures. Uh, I've seen a whole bunch of them at a zoo before as well. Um, but, you know, growing up, Lion King, Timon and Pumbaa, uh, you know, the meerkat's just like this little adorable looking. It almost looks like it's like it's up to no good. I don't know. It always it almost looks like a little troublemaker. Kind of like my dog Prince over here. But um, but yeah, they're they're very cute, just mischievous little characters. Um, you just want to hug them. You just want to hug them. So to see them out in the wild, uh, kind of doing their thing. I know there's a picture that's been going around on social media for years of one actually with like a warthog, uh, like actually like standing side by side with a warthog, which is pretty cool. But um, yeah, they burrow. They yeah, they're just a, they're just cute little creatures. So um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the mirror cat for my number five. It's so funny how we're on the same wavelength all the time because a meerkat is also my number five as hey. well. Uh, I think meerkats are just the coolest. That underground system that they've had forever, I just think is so cool. Anytime animals like tunnel in particular, um, ants I found very interesting for that reason. Moles for a lot of different reasons, I think are very interesting for their lack of sight and being able to move around underground so well. Um, but meerkats have a whole system of tunnels that they like burrow through, pop up, burrow through, pop up, and a system of calls for when predators are coming too, which I think is cool. Like they have their own way of like alerting each other of different things. It doesn't always work, of course, in the animal kingdom, but they are absolutely absolutely fascinating and yeah i would love to see it it naturally i would love to just come across one in a prairie somewhere of just all these holes everywhere and realize that we're among meerkats like that would be the coolest thing yeah their 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 little underground uh tunnel system is uh is it's like you always find like the ants like ant ant tunnels and and all that stuff fascinating like apparently there's a just a giant massive one and can you make like a meerkat one like i wonder how long like long some of the longest meerkat tunnels are i'm very curious how long yeah be. i'd be interested in hearing that too because they probably do have some pretty extensive ones yeah i just yeah i love little creatures and obviously they don't grow to be very big they just uh it's so precious so precious yeah, for sure uh yeah, so that's our we're totally aligned on our number five there, brother. Excellent. Uh, let's move on to number four. Lead us off to your number four. All right, my number four. I'm going to go with a. Uh, I'm going to go with the Arctic fox. Oh, uh, nice! It's a pretty one. Another one that I've seen at the zoo before. I think I have a picture of it at the studio. I think it's still up. Uh, but I, I've always like loved foxes and I think a lot of the ones around here are probably not really good to go around, uh, especially in Niagara Falls, there's, there's rabies and this other stuff. But one of my favorite like national geographic photos is a, it, I think it's national geographic, but 
It's a photo of a guy with his camera. It's got a huge lens at the other end of it. I'm pretty sure it was an Arctic fox. It might have been a regular fox itself, but um, but it, it like they're just they're just they're cute. Grew up on the fox and the hound, and uh, and they just and they make really they they like this cute like yelping noise that I've always really like enjoyed. And I I just again I feel like the albino the Arctic fox is is really cool they're neat creatures um was it tails from sonic the hedgehog like a fox too i think tails is a fox i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure yeah another another great character it's like we're sublisting again uh <laughs> yeah right exactly but, but yeah they're just they're neat little creatures uh vault picks nine tails from pokemon uh stuff like that that's always stuff i've really enjoyed to see so um, so I'm going to go with the Arctic Fox for my number four. Love it. Yeah, there are, there are definitely a lot of good examples of that within our pop culture. And it'd be so cool to see those animals live and in person. Um, I think that, you know, that definitely factors in and like the things we are most fascinated in seeing like that as kids and as adults um, definitely pique our interest for the things we want to see in real life, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, my number four kind of relates into that. I've talked about how one of my favorite movies uh, is Tarzan on here. So I would love to see gorillas live. I would love to do a gorilla track. There was when I went on the rainforest track, um, there's an option in uh, in Rwanda, like in the in the place I was where you can do a gorilla track for a oh, while. Really? Yeah. And if like if I were on my own and doing like my own trip, it, it, I would, I would absolutely love, it's like a four or five day track that you have to do for it. Um, but it, it would just be incredible. Like how freaking cool would that be to just go to a place, look up and realize there's a gorilla right in front of you, just like living. And you're not in a zoo. You're in its home. You're in its habitat. It's real life Tarzan. Yeah. And I, I would, my heart would like really be so full doing something like that. It's, it's incredible to sit down and think that on the other side of the earth or wherever, like these creatures are just living and they're like, they can be found in places. And gorillas are one of those things that really uh, make that thought real for me all the time whenever I see them in the zoo or things like that. And I would just love to see them really, really free and doing their thing. So for that reason, they end as my number four. That is a, that is another really cool choice. Because obviously, you know, the the connectedness between humans and, and, and primates, uh, gorillas, of course, you know, a a, a big one. How just like their social skills, like they're actually like it's really impressive uh how they socialize, but they'll you know you, you see images of them they'll sit around with each other and just eating and just making noises at each other and it's uh it's it's kind of cool, it's kind of cool, Planet of the Apes like a little bit sometimes it feels like, but really cool, I gotta ask you, what is it like these treks like how do they how do they go? I'm actually very curious as to what a trek like it fully entails the one I did uh it was kind of like the the one of the less extensive ones um but you basically start at a point and then you know there are certain places where um groups of uh, monkeys or groups of things are found that are typical spots for them. So uh, when I went, I went specifically looking for colobus monkeys, which look kind of like lemurs almost. Okay. Um, and so we hiked out probably half an hour, 40 minutes or so into the rainforest we were in. And the guide was like, oh yeah, they're in this area. They're coming up. And like the first thing you heard was like, the trees just moving like the trees going and then you're looking up and you're realizing they're jumping from tree to tree and then you're looking and you're seeing them sitting on it was it was just such a surreal there's there's a great picture i'll have to find it and send it to you at some point um 
of me looking up at them during that time, I just have the biggest smile on my face because I like can't believe that I that I'm actually seeing something like that in real life. It doesn't you don't realize how beautiful something like like that is until you see it. Man, I am very envious. What a cool life experience. That was awesome. I I definitely am so glad I pulled the trigger on doing that because it definitely changed my life. And I think people should have those experiences traveling wherever it may be. It just gives you life experience. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Very cool, dude. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right. Top three as far as animals we want to see in the wild. Matt. I think all I have left are water animals. I do. Uh, all right. So the next one I'm going to do is I'm going to go with the sea lion. Very nice. Sea lions are fun little, little creatures. Uh, oh, fun. they could be big too. Um, very friendly. Those, you know, they're just, they, they appear very friendly. They can get aggressive. Of course, if they feel threatened, but, um, I, I, I get, a, I'm amazed when I watch them just kind of swimming, like videos of them just swimming and just the way they, they glide under, water you know it's it's really cool what another favorite thing i always like to see is um they'll hop up on boats to avoid like shark attacks or like whale attacks they'll just hop up and they'll just sit there and they'll be friendly like it's just so cool like just like i'm gonna invite myself on your boat and like can you imagine being that carefree as an animal who's you know just hopping up on a boat i'm gonna escape this and just so cool. I, I've yeah, I've seen a lot of pictures of them just like sleeping, like just laying their heads on with humans. Um, some of the shows that I've I've done, like doing dinner shows down in Tennessee, uh, they're very friendly. They appear to be very very friendly, just adorable creatures. The way they they can wave, you know, you can teach them to wave and 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 do all sorts of tricks. Not that like not that that's why I love them. But um, I think it'd be really, really cool to kind of be out in the open water and just see uh, to see a sea lion come by or have hop on the boat. Yeah, I agree. There, sea lions are definitely uh, a really, really fun, a fun creature to want to be around and to see live. Uh, th- yeah, that thought's hilarious to me. Like them just jumping up on your boat and almost like being there, like they were a part of the conversation in the first place. Like, can you believe <laughs> this is happening right now? Like, just. Like you go from one predator predator to essentially another, essentially another. But you know, you get fortunate if you're with some, uh, if you go on the right boat uh, with some yeah. good people. So it's really yeah. cool, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's a that's an excellent choice. I would love to see them in the wild. I feel like that would be an incredible experience. So those are one of the friendliest animals out there, as far as like uh, you know, water animals go. So which is always cool to hear. Yeah. It definitely is. Uh, my number three, I'm going to go to um, Asia for this one. I'm going to go with pandas in general. I love um, bears. I think bears are super fascinating. They're another animal that you forget how freaking big they are until you're right in front of one. And then you're like, oh, my God, you could kill me in one second if you wanted to. <laughs> but pandas in particular, um, I just think I think the uniqueness of them is so fascinating. The the eating the bamboo and only specifically like thriving off like bamboo shoots and being uh around those areas, their specific habitats, their mating habitats of only mating like once per decade, I think is like wild. I think that's such a wild thing. Are they endangered too? I believe so. I believe they're an endangered. Yeah, that species. is a very wide. That is a very interesting habit. Yeah, and I don't like. I had to watch something on how that works again because I've definitely seen something on it before on like PBS on like nature, but I don't remember a thing about you know the specifics of why it works that way. Um, but it, it it is. It's really fascinating. They are fascinating, fascinating animals, and the black and white. Uh, colors like I was talking about last week um, on our color combinations. Um, they they have one of the best black and whites out there, one of the most iconic black and whites as far as um, color schemes go. Um, so pandas come in at my number three. I almost put this on because I actually don't think I've ever seen a panda before. 
Um, red pandas are really cool looking too. Yes, they are. They're not like a traditional size panda, but, um, but yeah, they're like, like people use like bamboo for a variety of different, like building and, and, and other stuff. And just to watch them just kind of just pick apart, just eat it and just be, you know, life is good. They're very, very peaceful, uh, creatures. And, uh, yeah, I, I've always like, like China, just it. I've always affiliated them with like Chinese culture. Um, just, just very peaceful. Uh, yeah, just be, I mean, Kung Fu Panda, uh, I guess I go on here, but, uh, but yeah, pandas are a really good one, man. I love that for your number three. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, all right. Top two, Matt, your number two. All right. Very excited for this one. These are the, some of the cutest little things. Uh, I'm going to go with the harp seal. Uh, you ever seen one of these before? I have before. Yeah. Okay. Super, super, super Especially cute. the babies. Uh, this one is mostly for those who don't know what the harp seal is. It's and you've played Pokemon. It's basically the seal, uh, the seal Pokemon. Basically that, uh, they are adorable. They got they they got like these big bellies, and they're probably the most popular version of seals that you see. I would say, but the babies are really cute. Um, and they're in a, they're in a they're primarily colder areas, you know, Arctic Ocean, upper part of the you know the northern part of the Atlantic. Uh, so I probably I don't know I, I wonder if like probably have to go up to Canada to see some. In nature, I don't know how far, how if like Maine or something is 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 northern enough, but yeah, it'd be really really cool to see some of these guys. They are very very cute creatures. Yeah, they really are. So when when you describe them as seal from Pokemon, there's it, that's right on the head. That it's exactly what they look like. The all white with the uh, black spots in front. They're so freaking cute, and seals in general just tend to be. Um, one of the cute, more lovey creatures you see in like oceans and in the seas, like the ones you're more sympathetic for. Um, and yeah, the, those pups and just those seals in general would be something really cool to witness. No, for sure. For sure. And unfortunately, I, I'm looking through images of it now and, and there's like seal hunting. It was like a big thing. And it just, it just made me sad seeing this thing. <laughs> damn it why do you gotta do that to me human beings suck they sometimes do. they do oh my god uh my number two is going to be again one of the more sinister animals this is taking into account the fact that this animal may not kill me if it, if i see it in the wild at some point uh but i'm gonna go with a Bengal tiger here i think these things are like the most intimidating animal on the planet just in general think of how freaking big they are i'm going to pull up their exact weight first of all their color scheme is absolutely gorgeous in general the Bengal tiger is an absolutely beautiful 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 animal their orange shows through as i was saying with the orang uh, with the orangutans before um but they are also so so deadly if if you were to see one come in front of you and it started pacing, like you know it does when it's about to attack or do something, I don't know what the hell someone could possibly do in that moment to prevent themselves from like certain death. There's nothing you could do. And then to hear that growl that it has, that low tone, which I can only imagine in person is the most frightening thing you could possibly hear in your entire life. It has to be blood chilling to hear that. Uh, it, it then that takes into account that the males can get up to 570 pounds tackling you. This thing pounces on you. You're dead. Yeah, it's you're a rat. absolutely dead. It, it's, it's a rat. But they're so beautiful, too. That's the other thing is they're they're the most some of the most dangerous creatures on earth, but to see one would be so fascinating because the presence and the command it just would have is is just a sight to behold. I can only imagine. Um, 
So again, taking into account that it wouldn't kill me if I were to see it, I'm putting a Bengal tiger as number two on my list. Very good. Yeah. So we both basically got like, uh, we both got a tiger in there. Um, yeah. I got the white, t- white Bengal and you got the regular one. I figured uh, I, I half expected this one because, you know, you're very proud of your buff state uh, heritage and uh schooling i should say so i uh, am yeah it's i have a for some reason i don't know why it's still but my parents had this giant rectangular like bengal painting i don't know where it came from there was like three bengals it was it hung up in the basement right where i stayed uh really really cool have no idea where they got it from if it was inherited or, or or they purchased it but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool, it's a really cool creature. Yeah. I love it. Um, all these animals have been great and let's wrap it up with our number one picks. Matt, lead us off with your number one. All right. My friend, I'm staying right on the water. Uh, I would love, love, love to be on a boat and happen to come across a gigantic, blue whale see one of those out in the open water coming up just getting close like I, I have to i have to be next to it they get up to about 98 feet and there's been some that have weighed as much as four hundred thousand pounds could you imagine being next to that uh that's the stuff i want to see that's the that's why I love the oceans because that some of the biggest creatures on our planet live there. And I just, I want to be next to it. I want to be next to it. And some it's, I've seen some that are super friendly too. Super friendly. They'll come right next to a boat and like ask for like belly scratches and stuff. Not like, like, Hey, come here, but they'll like roll over and you can touch them and they're super chill about it. That's what I, that's something I've, I've always wanted to do. So um, I'm going to put the blue whales, my number one, uh, probably one of the kings of the ocean, in my opinion. But uh, but yeah, I had this I, I had the orca first. Then I was like, they're really, really cool. But the blue whales even bigger than them uh, as far as that goes. And that, I, never, I remember seeing a lot of videos of that. So um, so, yeah, blue whale, number one. I knew this was going to happen and this hasn't happened in a while. We both have the same number one. Are you week. serious? Mm-hmm. This So this was the animal that inspired this list for me because we were doing YAO a couple weeks ago and we were talking about something with the ocean and I brought up a blue whale and I was like, I was like, do you even get the fact that an animal this big lives on this planet right yeah. now on the same planet as us? The, the same way I was talking about the gorillas, this is the exact same type of scenario for me. This animal absolutely fascinates me. I think it's so fascinating the fact that this huge, gigantic animal is just swimming around in the water somewhere and like just waiting to be like seen or found yeah. or like discovered in some sense. And it's mind blowing to me. It would be the find of a lifetime to be able to see a blue whale in person. It would be the most amazing experience of a lifetime to be able to catch that and see the full beauty of how freaking big that thing is. So yes, that's what inspired my list. And then once we were getting ready to go on this, I om- the wheels started turning and I kind of thought this was going to be yours too because of your love for the water. And I'm kind of glad that it ended up this way because it, it ends on like such a perfect note, I feel like. I, I, when is it? Have we ever done that before? We did it with MSG. Um, okay. When we did our sporting events list. That's right. That's uh, right. But and I think it might have happened before with another thing too, but I can't remember off the top of my I head. Say right it's now. been a while though, at least. So, man, yeah, I love cool. it. I'm happy that we finished off with the same one. Me too. Yeah. It it worked out perfectly. Um, but that was our list this week. Um, we had our top ten animals we would love to see in the wild. 
Uh, this was a great list. Like I said, it was really, really inclusive. I feel like um, I feel like I might go back to wrestling next week based on who might be available. And we may do a top 10 in that realm. I'm cool um, with that. Yeah, of course. But um, we're going to, of course, get something fun down the pipeline. And I absolutely loved doing this one with you tonight, man. Likewise, but I'm really glad you chose it. Uh, change of pace from, I think, a lot of the stuff that we've done in a good way. Because, uh, again, like I said, we haven't done an animal one in a very, very long time. So I was I was really happy to wake up to that message. So thank you. I love it, man. Uh, and as always, to everybody listening, thank you. We appreciate your support. Um, feel free to submit any list ideas to us that you may have in the future. Uh, and just connect with us any way possible. Find all our other shows at BICBP-radio.com. And as always, from Matt and myself, do you even list? On the endless round It's the sun